What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams and GP. Good morning, Bruce. Good morning, GP. How are we this morning? Great. Awesome. Amazing. This morning. Fantastic. That is fantastic. Uh, GP, you've been in a texting war all morning, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh-huh. Still, uh, what, why, still why in you it. Tell, you're still in it. All right. Tell us how it's going. Mm-hmm. Who are you in a texting war with? Not specifically. Don't mention names. And what is okay. it about? This is good conversation it's, because you haven't told us this yet. You're just in deep in focus over there. So who are you in a texting it's, war it's, with? It's, gonna, it's not going to end. It'll be continuous because you got to understand these. When people start to hate people they've never met, most of these people. OK, here I start my statement is, is it's a Trump thing. By any means, I would rather have anybody. I would have. There's a lot of people I would rather have than Trump or Biden running for president currently. Understand this. Either I way, agree. I'm a big supporter of, you know, save our children, as many of you know. And I'm about saving my planet. Well, saving my planet, Trump's not doing a lot for me here. Saving our children, Biden's not doing a lot for me here. So both these candidates are not on my favorite list. But I don't like when people say falsehoods against a candidate. Then they continue this perpetuating. Like my first one of my arguments was, well, he said that he told people to drink bleach. And I said, please reread the speech. He never, ever said the word bleach. And they said, oh, the, oh well, he said uh, antiseptic. Did he say the word bleach? No. Did he say the word inject bleach? Well, no, but he meant it. Okay. So if I said, like I made the statement about Biden killing, we'll be probably, we already saw this, that you, you guys want to talk about this later, so I won't mention it till later. Um, but there's other arguments that we're having about statements that he's made that aren't true. And... Uh, it's just frustrating because you show them the exact statement and they go, well, that's not what they meant. But those are the words. Well, I've decided that that's not what he meant. Well, OK, well, I've decided that groping children and I don't have to decide this because the children are obviously in fear and terror. I don't know if any of you guys have seen this videos of Biden groping children. And he's yeah, not doing it. I don't today. think. In a, yeah, I don't think he's doing it in a pedophile format where he's actually getting off in a sexual way. I think. He's just forcing himself to grab these children. How would you feel if somebody grabbed your child forcefully? I'd be a little bent. In fact, I'd be a lot bent. In fact, I'd probably be in prison unless they're trying to save them from, a, you know, getting hit by a car. OK, there's. Yeah, OK. All you right. know, that, then, then there's there's there is circumstances where that's. But in these circumstances where I've seen 30 plus photos of Joe Biden grabbing children inappropriately, smelling women, giving women massages before the camera. And you can see how comfortable these people are. It's not like they're like, yeah, I'm into this. Or the children are trying to get to escape from this guy. It's disturbing. And then, you know, and then I got, so I'm arguing with that. And then they're like, but you never say anything about Trump, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know what? I, you know, save my planet type of stuff I'm doing. You know, Trump is not is out there making it a lot harder denying climate change. But even though it's not climate change like we think, at least you could have said, you know, the science necessarily may not agree or whatever. It may not agree with climate change that you're pushing. 
but we are poisoning our planet. Why don't we make a push, pass some laws to allow us to make a difference in our planet? Take this climate change garbage and throw it out the freaking window and call it what it is. We're poisoning our planet like a, oh gosh, like a bunch of humans. Yeah. And how was your morning? <laughs> you know something? I was in, I'm was i sitting here uh, enjoying my coffee, uh, listening to this uh, the soap opera you're laying out before me. And mm. it's, it's quite interesting, I have to say. We should make a documentary movie about everything that you just talked about. I mean, I think that might sell. No? Yeah, I think it would. I would. But it, it, it would be I would have enemies on both sides. <laughs> well, we have enemies on both sides I, anyway. I know. I, I would have enemies on both sides. And... Uh, the only people that would be helping me out are probably you guys and the people that are out there uh, trying to make a difference. We're out you there were calling, every. You were calling for. Uh, you were calling me for reinforcements when you were out at a uh, at a bar. Oh, Pre-COVID. Yes. Pre-COVID. These guys are- uh, when you were around a bunch of Hollywood people that night, and I I, rem- I still remember the tone of your voice. You were like, "These people are insane." <laughs> Their hatred is. Uh, I I is, just is unbelievable. Is it okay? Do you have to be that way? If okay, if you're in the business, okay, and you don't want to say the business, if you're in the Hollywood business, if you're because that seems to be the um, unless you're unless you're somebody like say a, a Clint Eastwood or a Kurt Russell or or something like that. I'm talking about like big long. Mm-hmm tenured guys that have been out there and, you know, and women for that matter, uh, that have been out there as well. Uh, guys like John Voigt too, as well. Very prominent guy, Dennis Miller. All right. You may remember Dennis Miller. Uh, I mean, these are all conservative people, but I think it's because of who they are and the careers that they've had that allow them to, to do that. Like they have the clout in order for them to, uh, be on that side, if you will. But as far as everything else, I mean, I've seen most of Hollywood is is uh, far left. I mean, far left. It'd be one thing if you were a moderate or something. I mean, I can get along with moderates. I can because I'm a moderate myself. But I can uh, I tend to look at the um, the more classical liberal side of things. But I mean, we've been uh, to use one of your terms, Bruce, uh, you've mentioned here before several times. We've been Overton windowed so far that it makes us look like we're on the extreme right a lot of times. And, and we're not. I, I can't stand those people. And they're just as crazy as far leftists. They're they're, they're just as insane. But is it that like you have to have that attitude, though, in Hollywood, right? You have to be on the extreme. Is that correct? You have to. I mean, that's what I see out of most of them as he continues his his texting war. G- GP, I can only imagine <laughs> what you'd you'd be an animal on Twitter. You know that? Yeah, I probably would. But I have too much. To, I don't have a lot of time. And so, you know, because I've got a lot of things that's going on. I know. It takes me 10 days to get there, five minutes with you. I know. It's just it's, it's amazing. <laughs> I, uh, if you don't do it, nobody else will. If you're not there, nobody else will. And I can, I know you can never to, to expect to change a person's mind is ridiculous. That's purely the, doing the same thing over and over again by showing people facts and expecting different results is insanity. It's complete insanity. But if I didn't care about this person, I would, I wouldn't be, uh. I wouldn't be doing it. But again, to my people, to my earlier actually, question, several people now I've got a you, whole oh, you've got a group on. thing going on. Yeah, you got a group, got a group, a group text going on. going on now. Um, do, do you have to be on the far left though? In in Hollywood, you have to be on the far left or whatever's left of Hollywood now at this point, I guess, because they're gonna they're gonna torch whatever's left of that. But is that the is that the going attitude for everybody? Is is that because I mean, you were telling me that it's so bad when you were, especially when you were out that night. Is they were turning on each other? They'll turn on each other, right? If if you're not extreme enough then you're a problem. Yeah, they, they will turn on each other. And that and but wow. you'll find that you'll find the same thing in the right side too, because I've been along with them and I said, well, um, you know, what about pro-choice? 
versus pro-life, you could you could still have pro-choice and not things. And then some people were like, yeah, you know, you can have pro-choice. Just you choose not to have an abortion. You choose not to and still spread your message, but don't make legislation to prevent anyone else from doing it. Well, that's when they started fighting with each other. So you've got the right fighting on their own way and then the left fighting no, on their own thing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I remember back in uh, during uh, uh, Bush Jr. days, I, I remember this was right after 9-11. And of course, you know how it was back then. Everybody's emotions were tied up and, and it was it was just, you know. Uh, but what were we told? Uh, do the patriotic thing and blah, blah, blah. And we're being told the same thing now, by the way, I might add, uh, what, as it relates to this COVID stuff. But that's another issue. We're going to talk about some COVID stuff this afternoon. But I remember saying something about uh, George Bush back then. And of course, I was in a room full of uh, Republicans. And I, I remember saying something about George Bush. And and I was saying that I was disagreeing with something that he was doing. I, I said the whole Iraq thing. I said, what, what are we doing? Right. What, what is what is the point of this? What, why, why are we doing this? And man, I got jumped all over. I, I got jumped all mm-hmm. over because, uh, oh, you're disrespecting the office of the presidency and you need to respect that. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa hold, hold on a minute. Uh, no, I am not disrespecting the office of the presidency. I'm disrespecting the decision that was made here to invade another country in my name, in your name and everyone else's name. I said, I don't agree with that. If you even want to go by that, most of those jokers came from Saudi Arabia anyway. So what are we going into Iraq for? I mean, again, that's a that's another issue. But yes, you're you're right about turning on each other. And like I said, I was in a room full of Republicans. It's like, uh, hang on a minute. You know, I, I, I get that we, we've all got to be, you know, uh, patriotic here. I understand, you know, we're all sticking together after this 9-11 thing. It was a terrible day. But going into another country, throwing our common sense to the wind, marching into another country, and, and I'm all of a sudden, I'm the bad guy because I don't agree with that. So yeah, it's it's that way. Speaking of going into other countries, mm-hmm. Bruce, did you get what I sent over to you about the U.S. Space Force? Yeah, oh gosh, no. Hear no, me no. out. This one, Hear me out. Yeah. Hear me out. Okay. The U.S. Space Force, this is out of the military times, the U.S. Space Force. Now, when you think, I, I know GP, space cockroaches and all that stuff, I get it, right? I understand. When you talk U.S. Space Force, what do you think about those particular individuals that are in that particular division? They should be in space, right? They should be off, mm-hmm. off world, Absolutely. up in orbit. Okay. All right. Or at Disneyland. The, or well, they're sending them to the Arabian desert. That's not really off world. Why are we sending them to the Arabian desert? Um, because they're filming a movie. Uh, well, I mean, the, <laughs> they're doing a fake uh, Mars landing. Uh, they're doing a fake Mars landing. Because they, he, they need to come up why why there's three trillion dollars missing. <laughs> yeah, right. It went to the Ukraine. Uh, it was it was funneled through a gas company over there called Burisma or something. I don't know. Space Force has a squadron of twenty airmen stationed in Qatar's uh, Al whatever uh, air base in its foreign deployment. Uh, the force pushed by President Donald Trump represents six branches of U.S. military. Uh huh. It's provoked skepticism in Congress, satire on Netflix, and with its uncanny similar logo to uh, Star Trek, it jokes about the intergalactic battles. Uh, again, wh- why are we sending them to the Arabian Peninsula? Bruce, did you go down through any of this? Did you do you see why they're doing this? I'm still trying to skim over it, and I haven't really. It's just a bunch of. Um Basically, it looks like there's uh, hostilities with other like Iran, for example, and they're looking at things like ballistic missiles, which are a real threat for satellite communications, by the way, not just hitting a a large populated area. If you're if you hit the communication satellites and sever communications, you could potentially do an attack at that point. And 
you know, you wouldn't be able to communicate okay. about it. Uh, let me see. Swearing in ceremony. And that, yeah, it's fair enough. Uh, swearing in ceremony earlier this month, 20 uh, Air Force troops flanked by American flags, massive satellite, entered Space Force. Several more will join the unit of core space operators who will run satellites, track enemy maneuvers and try to avert conflicts in space. This is a good question. Space for OK, are these going to be astronauts? Are they going to get astronaut training? I never thought of that. That would seem kind of well, I'm sure. I mean, that, that would be kind of necessary, right? I mean, eventually, because some of the stuff, being as this is like the beginnings of the branch of military, right? This is the sixth branch now. Being as they're just building up their hardware and everything, some of the technologies won't be ready uh, for mass production for a few years now. Um I think 2022 is when we are looking at the the first of the little station hub things that they were talking about, which is basically just a capsule floating in space that you can attach other things to, which basically is how the space station starts. I mean, you know, you do little little bits at a time. Uh, that stuff won't be ready for for a little while out yet. So really, they have time to train people. Yeah. What didn't we talk about orbital platforms for? I mean, wouldn't that be a, a more, yeah. um, I, I guess, uh, step in the right direction uh, an orbital platform i mean that that seems well uh, uh, like i said they they are working towards that this though this sounds like they're they're doing more of a ballistic missile uh defense so uh, having having troops stationed close to there with the hardware to uh shoot and see one of the proposed ideas was to use lasers that could travel miles to um uh basically rupture the uh, fuel tank or the if it's solid fuel you just rupture it and cause it to burn at unstable rates which will essentially cause the rocket to explode and if you can do that over the launch pad that's even better because then you know you you're damaging the launching facility and you know eliminating a threat at the same time so having these guys over there closer to where it's going to launch kind of makes sense in in that uh, in that regard uh so but <laughs> I think the greater thing that we should pull um, pull from this, we're sending guys into Saudi Arabia for this, right? For the job of ICBMs, intercontinental ballistic missiles. Um, Iran has nukes now. I mean, it, it, it kind of seems like um, it, it's kind of a quiet um, acknowledgement that, um, yeah, this is a real threat and real concern that they actually have nukes. Um, we heard last year, I think it was, that they were a few months away from having enough uranium for a nuke, enriched uranium for a nuke. So they could have another one by now or a couple. I mean, we don't know how how hard they were working on that. Oh, that's true. And I mean, we, we all know that they're looking to kind of um, shake things up in the region over there. They've been trying to do that for quite some time. And the Hawks here in the or the Hawks in the U.S. have been clamoring for uh, a conflict with Iran since uh, you know, the end of the Obama era. So, uh, it's, you know, they, they've been after that for quite some time to that point. I honestly, I would like to talk to Marty about that in the coming days because he spent some time over there in the middle East. Uh, and he has a more articulate way of describing all that. So we can get into that, but I thought we would spend the last couple of minutes here talking about some stuff from the Babylon B. Now, for those that don't know what the Babylon B is, it's completely satire. And we like to dig down through some of their stuff from time to time and look through um, <laughs> some of the crazy articles that they come up with. And again, it's all satire. None of this is none of this is true. It's just meant to make you laugh. I thought this would be good. GP, you're deep in thought over there. Uh, mm -hmm. there there's one my here last, on my your last argument. Your last argument. OK, there's one here on your governor, right? Governor Gavin Newsom. Now, we oh know that 
We know that California. Yeah, that's what we all say. We know that California has been having a problem with wildfires. Yes. Yeah. You got you got a real problem out there with it. Okay. well, Governor Gavin Newsom has come out with a way to mitigate the spread of uh, of these wildfires. Uh, He has now ordered all of the trees in California to start wearing masks to prevent the uh, the wildfires from spreading. Oh, that'll totally Um, work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fresh, <laughs> fresh off of his, it is. Yeah, fresh off of his fireside chat to the state of California last week, Governor Gavin Newsom is announcing swift action to combat the spread of wild global warming fires in his state. That's that's pretty good. Wild global warming fires, according mm-hmm. to sources, Newsom will be signing an executive order requiring all trees to wear masks so they don't catch fire. <laughs> Quote from the governor: He says, "My proposal is proven and grounded in science. Everyone knows masks work. They stop things from spreading. They stop." COVID from spreading. Of course, they would also stop fires from spreading. Science tells us that masks save almost or solve almost every problem that has ever existed. This isn't that difficult. These are facts. It's just science. So starting this week, police, firefighters and forest management personnel will be tasked with applying the giant mask to every single tree in the state. <laughs> trying to do this with a straight face. The governor is also considering requiring all sea turtles in California to also wear masks to prevent straws from getting stuck in their noses. Oh, excellent. Excellent. This is another stellar piece of news out of the uh, the Babylon Bee. BLM rioters have been awarded the Nobel Peace Prize. The uh, Norwegian... Nobel Committee has announced that the recipients of this year's Nobel Peace Prize will be Black Lives Matter peaceful protesters who burned down communities and violently beat all who stood in their way. BLM protester and Antifa members Bryce Hapley accepted the award on behalf of all incredibly peaceful protesters across the United States. Quote from uh, the Nobel Spokesman Committee, nobody has done more for peace than these brave, peaceful protesters. The Nobel Committee spokesperson said while presenting an award to a young man clad in all black and wielding a bike lock, every thrown brick, every bloodied city, Citizen, every burned down low income housing community represents another step towards world peace. Um, <laughs> this you know, may, the, the this... bad part is, is I've actually heard that. Oh, God. In, oh. in reality. So that's a tough one because that's because they need to burn and destroy the system in order to get ahead. Yeah. He went on to conclude the uh, Nobel Committee spokesperson went on to conclude by saying this may be the most deserving recipient since Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> Happily, who received the award with pride, immediately hurled the Nobel Medal through the window of a nearby Starbucks in the name of peace. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, please, please. Uh, You know, these writers, they they just must be just like just (laughs) pee in their pants half the time. They must have like depends on while they're coming up with these stories. Uh, you know what? Uh, this is again. This is out of the Babylon Bee. It's just satire. It's it's not serious. I know it's all satire. It's not serious. Okay. Uh, last one here out of the Babylon Bee. Okay. So you guys know that Trump was going to go on. He was going to go on Joe Rogan, right? He, he was going to go on there. He, he mm-hmm. well, somebody put out yeah, the call good. that yeah, somebody put out the call that that Joe should do a, a debate between Trump and Biden, and uh, Trump uh, Trump suge- or Trump responded to the tweet and said, uh, "Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm there." Let, let's let's do that. Well, Trump decided he was going to show up on Joe Rogan again out of the Babylon Beast just satire. <laughs> Trump shows up on the Joe Rogan podcast and gets totally stoned in a lively seven hour interview with Joe Rogan. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Donald Trump in a stirring controversy, a stirring controversy, I would argue he's stirring controversy about a lot of things, uh, after a recent appearance on Joe Rogan's podcast in which both of them got completely stoned. In the new, newly released video, Trump and Rogan are seen talking for over seven hours while smoking an entire bag of weed. During the seven-hour conversation, <laughs> which Trump's demeanor and speaking style never changed, even though he was blitzed out of his gourd, they talked about everything from immigration policy to the reality of the cosmic particles from other galaxies that are always invisibly pelting our scalps and no one really ever talks about it. <laughs> I got this stuff in Mexico like 30 minutes ago, Rogan said. Have you ever hear of Mexico? It's a country. Cool place. I've been there. These blunts are actually rolled in ancient Aztec ceremonial tobacco leaves. I can get you some if you want. Ever hear of the Aztecs? Those dudes were crazy, man. <laughs> I wonder if this would improve... Joe Biden's cognitive functions. Uh, you know what? I, I don't know. That's a that's a good question. Rogan casually lit one up and showed it to the president. You're probably not allowed to smoke these, are you? I'm allowed to smoke them because I'm Joe freaking Rogan. Too bad for you. <laughs> Give me that, Trump replied. I'll smoke that. I can smoke anything. I'll smoke some of the best blunts in the world. Blunts are <laughs> blunts better than this. Probably. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> 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 Again, this is totally satire. This goes on and on and on. Anyway, I'll, I'll finish up here. There, there's all kinds of stuff, but they go down talking about more, you know, crazy talk and all that stuff. Uh, and in the meantime, Trump's phone immediately began buzzing with notifications as Mike Pence texted him, asking him what in the world he was doing. Joe motioned to the phone. Hey, man, are you going to answer those? And Trump replies, uh, it's OK, Joe. That's my best friend, Mike Pence. He's a Christian, so he probably doesn't smoke marijuana like I do. I mean, I'm a Christian, too. Maybe even a better Christian than Pence. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> in a press conference, Nancy Pelosi expressed outrage that Trump would consume something so lame and trashy like cannabis instead of a classy drug like cocaine, as she and all other politicians do. <laughs> She's launched an investigation into whether Trump was told by Putin to smoke blunts on Joe Rogan's show. Uh, that's, that's anyway, Babylon tough. B. That is, I tell you what. In, in this political climate of everybody at each other's throats, like GP is still doing over there, I might add, uh, in, in this political climate uh, where everybody is just seemingly not getting along with each other, again, a satire piece like that, they do a great job over there at the Babylon Bee. That's just funny. That's just comic relief in a political fashion. It's really funny. It pokes fun and all this stuff. And that, that's what we need. We've lost a lot of comedy in all of this because uh, the uh, the extremists have no sense of humor. So we uh, we need to get that back and reading stuff like that. That's just really fun. Again, it was totally fake, right? It's just, it's a satire piece. Anybody can go out there and look that up. That's the Babylon Babylonbee.com. Uh, go check out their website. It's it's really a lot of fun to, to look at some of the stuff they come up with. It's really funny. All right, um, we are going to have to jump out of here this morning. So uh, thank you for sitting down this morning, Bruce. Thank you for sitting down, GP. Thank you to all the listeners. For all these topics and more, please check us out later on this afternoon. And I hope everyone has a great morning.